Vercel is the platform for front-end developers, providing the speed and reliability innovators need to create at the moment of inspiration. Founded by the creators of Next.js, Vercel has zero configuration support for 35-plus front-end frameworks, including SvelteKit. We enable the world's largest brands like Under Armour, eBay, and Nintendo to iterate faster and create quality software. Try out Vercel today to experience the easiest way to use Svelte. Hey, it's another Svelte Radio episode. It was such Ooh. a long time since we recorded. Ooh. Yeah. Today, it's just me and Brittany, uh, but we <laughs> are going to have a great time anyway. Yeah, um, we're going to so catch Brittany, up with the, all the yeah, things. Yeah, what, what, what have you been up to lately? What's, what's well, going on? I just flew back from Jamstack Comp, so literally jet lagged and tired today, but we're making it through. It was such a great time and fun meeting all of the people I got to meet. Lots of people. I was like, it's in San Francisco, so it's like the one place where you can roll out of a bar and run into a billionaire. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Met like Tom Preston Warner on the side of the street. Pretty cool. Oh, did you uh, did you get a did you take a paparazzi photo of him and sell it? No. He actually came to Jamstack.conf the next day. So I don't oh. know if there's, I did not make it in a lot of the pictures. So there's pictures on Twitter that I took, but I'm not in Oh, them. no. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's kind of sad. You could, what about you could you? tag what yourself you anyway. Um, I've, I've been having a vacation after Svelte Summit. Um, we uh, so for for clarity for for everyone that's listening, we did record an episode after Svelte Summit, but sadly the the audio was completely mucked up, uh, so couldn't really make it work. So um, this uh, this is uh, this is what we what we've got. Yeah, we were going to try much. to do some post summit highlights, but it, it yeah. got lost in the ether. So I I think we'll try to re- revisit that when when the videos. Are are up, so we can yeah. actually talk about the the talks a bit more in in depth and like, uh, yeah. That'd so nice. yeah, that's uh. So I I've, I've just been on vacation for for like nine days or something. Just came back, starting to to work again, which is nice. Actually, getting to write some svelte, you know, that's that's, that, that's actually a lot of fun. Yeah, that is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, use the language you love. Yes, yes, exactly. Oh, I was going to mention Jamstack Conf. Uh-huh. So you have these awards we called do. the Jammies. Yes. Are, pe- are people um, forced to wear pajamas when they accept their awards? Is that a thing? <laughs> that is hilarious like, that you say that because in the employee orientation for Jamstack Conf, they told us we can't wear jammies. That's like the one rule. <laughs> it's like, so wait, we can't wear jammies to the Jammy Awards or Jamstack Conf. Like, why yeah, are yeah. onesies like not made just for this event? Like, missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Complete yeah. missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah. I need to hand out the onesies as you get there and like you're required to wear yeah. these. But yeah. yeah, so we give out a Jammy Award. There's actually several different categories and Svelte won for the Ecosystem Innovation Award, which I thought was really cool. 
So yeah. what does that mean? Ecosystem Innovation Award. Innovation. Very so fancy. like innovation in the Jamstack ecosystem. So like creating things that are different and innovating to the space, like things that are going to take us to like the, the new age of JavaScript. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it does sound exciting. It sounds like you're working, it, it feels like you're working with with the future when you're work, working yeah. with Svelte. So and I hope that no enough. one got offended that there was no video. So apparently Rich did record the videos and they got handed off, but there was a miscommunication between our social media manager and the uh, video producer and it got lost in transition. So oh. there were videos, but unfortunately Rich does know he does have his Jamie Award and it's very cool. So I wonder, I wonder if he can post that video somewhere anyway. That's, yeah, that'd he be should funny. post that on Twitter and be, right. <laughs> I think right. that might be spicy though after the fact, like because yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I feel like you got to so. toe the line between because the two companies. That <laughs> sure. Right. Right. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's just like I I I just don't really like think about that stuff a lot. So, but that, Good, that does make sense. We shouldn't. Yeah. No. Right. Right. We all love each other. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. So that's that's the that's what we've been doing, I guess. So let's get into talking about some some Svelte stuff. Um, some updates. Yeah. So you guys recently had a, an election over there in the in the U.S., right? Is it still we ongoing? Uh, yeah. So the elections here are really crazy recently, since the whole fiasco of 2020 and everything kind of like got confused and people like want all of these things to be double counted and stuff. So some states have different rules and regulations for their counts. So the states that could not start counting the ballots that were mailed in and have to do recounts and stuff are still determining who their winning candidate is. And then there's also Georgia who you have to get 50% plus one to win. And they are at 49 what? point something and 48. So there's going to be a runoff in that election. What, what does that mean? Do they have to do it again? or Yes. So the two winningest candidates go up against each other again December 6th, oh. I believe. And so then they have another election just to double check to make sure that's really who you want. Gotcha. Which happened also in uh, 2020. 2020 or 2021 okay. there was yeah. someone stepped down i think and they had a runoff election before and this similar thing happened but it's happening right. again <laughs> yeah well, yeah so yeah. we we still don't have like all the official results and nothing goes into effect until january but there's been a lot of drama in the U.S., but the reason that we're talking about that is because all of these election graphs that you're able to see on the New York Times, on Bloomberg, and I think there's one other. Yeah, the, uh, Der Spiegel in Germany. That's Der big, Spiegel, big and then there's one other U.S. one too that I'm missing. Yeah, which that is also using Svelte for their election graphs. But I think that's really cool. And I mean, it kind of makes sense because... Reuters, I mean, Reuters. Reuters, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if that's US-based, but that is the one I'm missing. Okay. It's, a, but it's a big all, one. all using Svelte for their election graphs, which I think is really cool. But since Rich started at the New York Times and built this kind of for that purpose, it does make yeah. a lot of sense. It is. It is very cool to see it like widely used in the... Like in the news industry, I know. Um, I think I mentioned this on the la la the last time we recorded, like in the in the 
in the doomed episode that didn't, never made it live, <laughs> that like the the Swedish election. So we had an election at Svelte Summit, right? Like the yeah. day after or two days after, or whatever. And the the biggest newspaper in in Sweden also used Svelte for their election, like the Swedish election results. Yeah, though, you did mention right? that. Yeah. So it's it's even over here, and like a lot of the people at. Svelte Summit were from from like the like this Norwegian news, newspaper organization that's that owns like the largest newspaper in Norway and Sweden. Like they, mm-hmm. I think they were like twenty people or something at Svelte Summit, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, and I mean we had several talks at Svelte Summit too that were about like data viz and like using Svelte to create all of these visualizations for the newspapers. I know Bloomberg was there, Julian and Brittany from Bloomberg. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it. speaking of data data visualization, I I got reminded of this uh so I was I was on vacation, right? And I went to Budapest and we went to this light museum thing and I got talking to a couple of friends of mine and uh I got reminded of this old talk from Svelte Society Day 2020 which is on like creative coding, which is really which is a really cool thing. It's basically like art made using code and it's like moving colors and, and figures and all this cool stuff. I'm going to link that in, in the show notes because I, I think everyone needs to see that talk because it's, it's really that cool what you can do. That sounds really awesome. I'm going to have to and watch it's, that. It's super easy to do as well. Like you, you could, he, he does the whole talk pretty much in, in the REPL, I think. Oh, cool. So, yeah, or I'm, I might admit. Yeah, I might be misremembering. We'll have to but link it cool. in the show notes, yeah. and everybody has to go watch it. Yeah. At James Set Comp, they had musicians coding music, and so you had like the visualizations oh, and the music. Wow. It was really cool. That that is that is wild. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. I don't think it was in Spell. I think it was just JavaScript. But it's sure, it's but still, it's, it's cool anyway, right? It's still cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, so so the thing that Svelte does. Really well with this is the tween stores, right? So you you can just yeah. like you just get these fluid motions back and forth, and yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm not I'm not going to spoil it too much. It's it's very cool. It's very cool Go to watch. see. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we talked about the Jammy Award already, right? We did. Yeah, and got the election stuff out of the way. Get yeah. The drama. <laughs> <laughs> and now, yeah, now so, we're going to talk about all the work that Kevin's get, been doing recently. Yes, yes, it's honestly it's not hard work, but but it's it's, it's tedious. Yeah, time tedious. consuming and tedious. Yeah. So I've been I've been using this new Open AI Whisper, a machine learning. I don't know what you call it. Whatever it is, it creates subtitles for you. You just enter videos and you get you get subtitles it's out. Basically, so cool. Just the product it is, in it is very cool. Yeah, yeah. It even like it picks up things like I think I mentioned this on the Discord, but like it it picks up things like blah 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 dot svelte. Like it actually like types that out in the subtitle, which is very cool. And picking up the word svelte for these transcript things is very difficult. So if you ever look at YouTube or if you use Descript, Mm -hmm. they all get like felt or they change it to something else like Netlify as Nullify most of the time. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It it is actually pretty cool. So what I've been doing is I've been going through all of the live streams um, on the YouTube channel and I've Run them through this machine learning thing and got subtitles for uh, for all of them. 
basically. Yeah. And I'm and currently working on the videos. So Thank you so much for doing that too. We had a request in the Spelt Sirens channel to get transcripts on some of the videos and Kevin yeah. was nice enough to go through some of the old ones. So they're starting to get uploaded and yeah. put in there. Yeah, exactly. And we're actually going to use it for Svelte Radio as well to get the transcripts done. We used to have transcripts, right? But they they were really bad. They were really, really bad. But with this, it's at least, it's obviously not as good as someone actually translating it or, or, sorry, transcribing it word by word, right? But it's at least passable and you can... I wonder if there's like an automated workflow you could set up too with like maybe a GitHub action or something where you there could is, just pull yeah. them down. Yeah, that would be really but, awesome. Yeah. So the problem is that you need like a powerful GPU ah, to actually okay. to actually run this thing. Otherwise, it's going to take you like forever to do. Yeah. Like even so, uh, uh, I think an hour takes on like uh, like a super beefy GPU takes about maybe. Five or ten minutes or something. So you can imagine, like running that on like a on a laptop or something, you're going to be mm-hmm. sitting there for a very long time. Though, I mean, you can just do other stuff in the meantime. That's what course, I was going to say. If it was automated, maybe it just runs in the background, yeah. but you would have to make yeah. sure the machine's on and like, unless you have something yeah, specifically yeah. set up for that. Yeah, exactly. So It'd still be cool. So that's that's basically what I've been doing. So it's, it's tedious. Just have to like sit in the command line and do. Copy paste of URLs and stuff, but it's not that much work. It needs to be done. I we've had this request multiple times as well for like having the talks and stuff transcribed, especially for Svelte Summit. So that's also like something I want to. One nice thing that does happen when you upload those to YouTube videos is you get those nice chapters. So you get like actual clickable links to go to the different chapters with that, not just in the description. I know that usually like we'll do it in the description, but I think they like come on the sidebar. And so it looks like little book chapters and like you can click once you have the subtitles if they're timed, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a good side effect. (laughs) Yeah. It's really nice for people like just wanting to click through things, but it's cool. Yeah. So I'm working on getting the... The videos done. There are like a lot more videos than uh, <laughs> than live streams. What but like what, five years of videos? <laughs> yeah, so, so I I think I counted like a hundred and seven or something. It's oh, probably going to take a couple of days to just to get through those, but it's it's it has to be done. One one thing I wanted to point out is that the the machine learning thing it also does translations as well. So. We now have subtitles for the like the Svelte Indonesia meetup that. Like a very like a couple of years ago, they they did some meetups That's in Indonesia. Amazing. Yeah, and the and the Svelte Society friends from 2020 as well just yeah. is on there with subtitles now, so you and can go so watch now that. All the Svelte societies worldwide can use this open source tool to like also do that in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, I th- I think that's it. I think that's it. Cool. Go watch the old uh, meetups or read the subtitles if if you need them. Absolutely, They're go there see now. like all the old things, yeah. and hopefully all the new things. Yep, that are coming right. out. Yeah, I feel like that's everything that we've we've been doing recently. But there was something that has happened since Felt Summit, and we've last recorded a thing that I wanted to point out. So the creator of Knockout JS, which I was not familiar with before, I'm kind of a newer web developer, so I haven't been, but he's kind of an OG person. Steve Sanderson was at NDC Sydney and demoed Svelte Kit for this big 
room of people and it seemed really cool and rich had a couple of tweets out about it and that steve sanderson was really like a a mentor for him and i thought it was a really cool thing to see someone that's like an og creator like admiring the routing and svelte kit and how these form actions work and the different things that he was pointing out and so we'll put those in the show notes if you want to check the tweets out i think they're time stamped to the parts of the videos yeah yeah, that that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, it's really always nice to see when when people admire like the the cool features of Svelte. And to see the collaboration in the framework space, that was one of the things at Jams.com too that I really liked. I met the creator of Astro, of Solid, of Redwood JS, like the different frameworks that like come together and the conversations that they have just make this community better. Like we all build off of each other to build yeah. a better thing in the end. And I love that. Yeah. It's definitely a very welcoming and nice community. It is. And I think they, they all improve each other. They're all like, oh, these are the things that have worked for me. Maybe they'll work for you. Maybe mm-hmm. they won't. Maybe we're doing a different thing. But it, it's all a learning process. And I love that they communicate with each other. Yep. Vercel is the platform for front-end developers, providing the speed and reliability innovators need to create at the moment of inspiration. Founded by the creators of Next.js, Vercel has zero configuration support for 35-plus front-end frameworks, including SvelteKit. We enable the world's largest brands like Under Armour, eBay, and Nintendo to iterate faster and create quality software. Try out Vercel today to experience the easiest way to use Svelte. So do we want to talk about the milestone goal? Yeah, I mean, that that seems reasonable to talk about. I I think that is pretty reasonable to talk Mm -hmm. about. And it looks like we are getting pretty close. If you go to the GitHub link, it's at svelte.js slash kit milestone slash two on GitHub. You can see that we are at 97% today. I mean, like super close, right? So close, And I hear some rumors from some people. I don't think it's anything official that they're saying by the end of the year, but we're getting into holiday season here in the U.S. Mm. And I know Simon's not in the U.S., but Rich is, and we're going to see, but I'm not promising anything. But hopefully, maybe in the beginning of the new year, right? It would be a nice Christmas present, right? Oh, it would be a great Christmas present, yeah. Yeah. You could just start the new year off with just like... Oh, it's 1.0 now. You can use it everywhere, <laughs> even though funny. we've already I, been using it. <laughs> I know we've we've already been using it. A lot of us have already been using it, but I've still heard all of these little things like, "Oh, it's still not 1.0," even though we have the release candidate. And they're yeah, like, "They're." Yeah. I've still heard people saying like, really? "Oh, there's still going to be changes." I'm like, "Well, there's not any expected breaking changes, yeah, but yeah. there could be, I guess." But yeah, yeah I mean, so. there was one the other day, right? Something about. Like the route ID or something. I don't know. Oh, I missed that one. There was a yeah. breaking change. Yeah, like they changed the name of something from. Oh, like, interesting. I don't remember, but it was just like a super tiny, tiny thing, right? But still, it's a breaking change. So that is still a breaking change. <laughs> it's it's funny. Like sometimes you see in the Discord people coming in and asking for help, and you're like, they're still using the old version of um, of like the the pre routing uh, changes. So they're like using like 150 oh. version old SvelteKit and they're asking for documentation and they have the load function in the in the page file and all this stuff. And you're like, 
just just update. And they're like, no, I can't. It's such a big project. <laughs> it's just like, ugh. So they know that the changes happen, but they yeah. don't want to update. And so they want the old version. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is valid. Although it was beta software, so but there's like still a valid, like people were yeah. building on that beta software and ugh, that's yeah, scary. I, I think they should just bite the bullet and just like. They should at this point, I think, just but migrate. still like, and it really didn't take that long. Right, yeah. I we guess, did it on the like, stream, right? We did, but that was a very small project. I was that's True. what I was going to say True. is like if if you're running a very big app, I could see how that's a lot of changes, especially like I had to even go into each file and like update the props and everything that's coming right. in. So yeah. that is a little tedious, but yeah, but it, it's just that, like, right? It's it's tedious. It's not. Yes. It's not like you were saying about the captions. Like it's. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like something you have to do, and it's not hard. It's just like a yeah. time-consuming process. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So yeah, hopefully next year we'll have a 1.0, 100% complete. Absolutely. So that'd be and- cool, and then we can get Svelte four. But. Like we mentioned earlier, those election graphs, the New York Times one, I think, is actually running Svelte Kit, not just Svelte. So it's, oh, yeah, one of them was running Svelte Kit itself. So they're running it on massive, massively used too. Yeah, people yeah. are viewing that from everywhere. Application, so it's it's stable. Maybe we should ask if they want to come on the podcast and talk about it. That like, would be amazing, right? That, yes. That'd be fun. And maybe Rich has like an in still. Like we can get somebody yeah. on to talk about it. We could also do like a like a panel podcast thing mm-hmm. where we bring on like one from each that major news cool. org, and they talk about their different like experiences of of using I using think that would be really Spelkin. interesting, right? Yeah. That that could be fun. I'm gonna write that down okay. <laughs> so I don't forget it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that's uh, that's pretty much it. That's kind of most that we could think about that's like been happening other than the post summit highlights that got kind of lost. But maybe we'll yeah. get to do that in the future when the videos get up. Yeah, I, I think that, that makes sense. All right, cool. So we're into the nice the parts part. of the show, the, the fun parts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The unpopular opinions. Do you have one so, for us, Brittany? So if you have been on the social media space at all, I'm sure you've heard the Twitter drama that Elon Musk has taken over. They fired or laid off or I, they fired them, right? Like 50% of I the think workforce so, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, like they're gone. And I think Twitter is just on its way out. It is not a profitable company and it's never, I think it's very rarely made money. And then with their current model losing advertisers, I think Twitter is going to die. Yeah, that's that's an opinion. That My is. unpopular opinion is that Twitter is not going to die. <laughs> you think it's, it's so going to stick be, around? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the the advertiser thing is just a temporary thing. Like advertisers, they just they're, they're just like back? they're coming back. Yeah, I think so. Like okay. every, all the people are still on Twitter, right? Like uh-huh. a, a lot of people definitely went to like. Mastodon and, and I'm not sure yeah, other stuff. Yeah, right. That's something else I was going to talk about. But um, something that I didn't really understand is a company not being profitable. What that means is that they are borrowing money to pay employees. So they're actually like taking out loans to make these like paychecks and stuff. Right. And with interest rates in the US going higher, they're basically like paying more interest on these loans. And then Elon spent $40 billion on Twitter, 
of money that he doesn't technically have. It's just Tesla's money. So he's effectively like crashing two companies at the same time. It's like <laughs> kind of crazy. It, it is. Uh, I, I mean, wish tra- Sean was here because he knows all like the financial stuff. I'm yeah, like, I need yeah, Sean's exactly. brain on that. But <laughs> I think he, uh, he kind of tried to back out of the deal, right? Yeah. But he like, he did offer forty-four billion or whatever. That's, that's such an insane amount of money. It is an insane amount, and then the courts yeah. made him take it because they're yeah. like, "You can't back out on this." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think he's gonna. So he he's trying to get rid of all these bots, right? That's that's why mm-hmm. he wants this. He wants to change to verify thing and how how all that works. I don't know. Like we'll see. Um, all of that. It's has probably been turbulent too. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, like yeah. eight dollars a month to be like officially verified now, and if you don't pay, you're gonna lose your check mark. And I remember yeah. people like Emma Boston and Kelly Vaughn and all of them trying to get verified, and they couldn't get through the process, and it was a big deal for them. And then now it's just mm-hmm. like you pay eight dollars, and we'll verify you. Yeah, and, yeah. But I, but what validity does that have? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, I did see something about him mentioning that there's going to be like a secondary verification thing like if you go to like the the potus account uh you'll mm. you'll have like one it's going to be verified with the blue check mark and then beneath that it says like uh official government account or whatever okay. so i th- i think there's still like some kind of yeah i think there's there's going to be two levels or something. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I have jumped a little bit onto the Mastodon train. Like I tried it out last weekend, and I really like it. I don't know if it's going to be the next Twitter, the next big thing, but I think it does because you you have this self moderation feature because it's mm-hmm. almost like Discord where we have these small communities, and you can join any of these little small communities. Within those communities, they can moderate and kick people yep. out. But there is like the big mastodon.social that you can also join with like a different username. And mm-hmm. I don't know how that one is moderated. So you right. can follow yeah. across servers. So it's like having your small Discord community, but still also see like other people's yeah. Twitter or <laughs> social. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I remember trying Mastodon out like a couple of years ago, but I mean, no one was years? using Has it. Has it been around that long? And I've just yeah, not known it's, about it's, it. It's, it's, it's been around for a very long time. Like the problem probably is five, you have to go where people are, right? Like, And that's the thing with Twitter. I'm still on Twitter because a lot of yeah. people are still on Twitter. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I don't think people are going to move to Mastodon, unfortunately. Like, I, I'd love for that to be the case. I there think, was a big yeah, surge, like, but I, I don't yeah. know if it's the next big thing, but I do really like it. I think yeah. it has potential. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's that's her unpopular opinions. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's kind of quiet today, which is you and me. Like we don't have all the yeah, all the we don't have all the chatter, all the all the people. Yeah, we <laughs> move we along them. pretty quickly. <laughs> I th- I think maybe Sean is doing some kind of writers retreat thing, maybe. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, I I was telling him when I saw the dates, I was like, oh, I'll be at jams.com. So I couldn't go to it, but I think uh, yeah, down in Miami they're having a like a development writing. Yeah, yeah. Cli- I seems don't know cool. if clinic is the right word, but yeah, that seems kind of yeah. cool. <laughs> clinic. <laughs> clinic workshop. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Something about learning how to write. Yes. Development, <laughs> documentation, and all that stuff, Fun I stuff, guess. Yeah. Yeah. And Anthony, and Anthony just has a baby. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just the excuse all the time. Like, <laughs> you, you have a baby, you're just busy. Yeah, so I don't know if I mentioned this on on the podcast, but I got to meet her 
last week, which was a lot of fun. Super so cute. awesome. I know. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Picks. Yes. So since I was at jams.conf, they have released the videos and the playback, and there were so many good talks. So that's going to be my pick this week, I think, is to go watch mm-hmm. the Jamstack talk. And don't get mad when you see the Jamie with no spelt person. Phil accepted uh, the spelt uh, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And no pajamas. And no pajamas. Like, what? Yeah. Just yeah. so such a missed opportunity. Should have memed it. Gone in pajamas anyway. No, anyway. <laughs> All right. So my pick, it's called Kagi. And it's a search engine that you pay money for. What a what a wild concept, right? That pay is money a really to search. wild concept. And yeah. you mentioned this before the podcast when we were talking. And I was like, it's kind of interesting to think that you would pay money to use a search engine, but really you're paying like Google in your data. So like yeah, with your, yeah, exactly. So and it, I think it does so, kind of make sense. So so what I've noticed is that the results are much higher quality. Like there's less of these uh I'm sure you've noticed, like when you like Google for stuff, you you have all these like blob ads. blog spam, yeah, ads, blog spam everywhere. Like there's like, especially also if you're like like trying to find specific, like if you're searching for something in JavaScript, you might get these these like websites that just copy issues from GitHub, and they just like make a website that just and it's just like filled with ads all around, and you have like some. It's it's just like very distracting and and I know takes, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So so the results are much higher and you get like this this feature where you can click on every domain and you can just like weigh weigh it like how much you want it to show up in the results. So if you find that the results are not good, you can just like block that domain and it'll never show up in your results again. So That's it's very like there are no ads, of course, because you're paying for it. So yeah. I think it's like ten bucks a month, which is it, it. It sounds expensive, but if you if you think about how much time you actually might save for each search, for not, yeah, that adds up. And I think and ten then bucks. And you're not giving your data to exactly, a big yeah, tech company. Exactly. I, it, it sounds very intriguing. I wonder how the search results are like. What kind of algorithm they're using to get the search results? I can't say. Why is that so hard to say? <laughs> search results. It's a hard work. And then. <laughs> I wonder how you get SEO catered to that. Like, does it use kind of the same metrics that Google uses? I have no idea. I just yeah, know I'm, that I'm the sure results are I'm sure you don't know. Good. These are just questions. <laughs> like, I'm intrigued yeah, to know. Yeah. Well, you can, you can try it out for free. I think you can get like 50 searches or something oh, cool. per month for free. So. Oh, interesting. And they apparently, so apparently it cost them like, one, what was it one cent? Per search or something in costs, which is like wild. That's, that sounds that's, high. That's, yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. So, so I wonder if they're like on a different algorithm. Like, are they paying someone else maybe behind the scenes to use? Something? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it could be that they're like bringing in a lot of data and aggregating it somehow yeah. and then sorting through it. So maybe they're mm-hmm. like using Google's algorithm and then just sorting it somehow. Yeah. Removing the bad stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I would give it a shot if you uh, feel like Google is not treating you well. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a, it's a good, uh, it's a good search engine. 
I think that's our. I think that's, that's our it. picks. That's it. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll uh, see you all next week. Thanks for yeah. uh, for listening. And uh, yeah. Hopefully, Bye. we can start doing these more regularly. <laughs> yes. Bye. Yes. Bye. <laughs>